Welcome to the Beauty, Brains, and Barbells podcast, the show that talks all things female resistance training to help women feel beautiful, confident, and strong in and out of the gym. Now for your hosts, Jordan and Gretchen. Welcome back. Gretchen, I want to start with a question for you. Yeah. It's going to really set us up for the whole episode. All right. Might actually be the title of the episode. Can you gain weight in a healthy way? Yes. Do most people gain weight in a healthy way? No. Ding, ding, ding. We have a winner. Come on down. Me. To claim your prize. Um, that's what we want to talk about today because I think for a few reasons and, and probably differing reasons for the both of us. I think you are coming at this thinking, looking at people that maybe we've we've spoke with, we've talked to who have gained weight and they think it's kind of in a healthy way, but it may not really be all that healthy. Mm-hmm. I look at it from the way of, I have quite a few people who they begin their journey, they lose a little bit of weight, they are working out and then they stop losing weight and they start to gain weight a little bit more. And it's like, oh, I'm building muscle. I'm like... That's why I'm gaining weight. I'm building muscle. And then I'm looking at this from the reality of, no, you're not. No. No, you're not. You're definitely not eating enough protein to be gaining the muscle that you think you're gaining. Yes. So let's talk about this the from the, the layman's terms, kind of. The, okay, I... I'm gaining some weight. You know, I want to put some weight on. Uh, I want to go through a bulking phase. Yeah. Yeah. So I think from my, if we're going to talk about from your point and my point, my point is. (coughs) Easy there, Tiger. I swallowed my spit wrong. Cute. I know. My point is in our sport and in a lot of sports like ours, like strongman, um, things like that weightlifting uh if you're a teenage boy who's super skinny and you don't want to be super skinny like there's all si- all all types of reasons why people would want to gain weight right so in our sport people want to move up in weight classes normally uh those are men that want to move up in weight I was going to say let's clarify men want to go up women want to go down and do you know how we know this? Because we have a male coach. A lot of our friends have male coaches. And anytime you use the word cut, they're like, whoa, 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 hold on, time out. Do we really want to go into a cut? Weight moves weight. We should just stay where we're at. <laughs> it we is, to- it's cute. And I do. We have, we have had, we love these coaches. Mm-hmm. We've had the conversation of, hey, just want you to remember I'm your everyday female over here who also happens to compete in powerlifting. Yeah. How I look and how I feel matters much more. Like, correct. My meat, this, this one day of 365 days matters to me, but I have to weigh a certain amount for 364 days mm-hmm. and that matters a lot more. Correct. Um, Yeah. This is not, we're not doing this for our job and our career and to win money and 
that would be a whole different story. We are. I mean, I mean, if, if somebody wants to pay us for that, like, let's have a conversation. True. That's true. Let's have that talk. See how hefty we can get. Um, so, but typically, the male athlete wants to, quote unquote, bulk up, get that muscle, gain some weight. A lot of high school boys are like, oh, I'm so skinny and girls don't like that. So I want to gain weight. Um, a lot of strong men, I mean, it is their job to gain weight, right? Yep. I've followed a couple of them in their careers and like view documentaries. They gain weight. People in our sport gain weight. High school boys gain weight, but there is a correct way to do it. And you see those athletes they still track everything. It's not a free for all. It's not like I have to be X pounds. So let's go out and eat all the Big Macs that I can fit in my mouth before I throw up. It is strategic. You want to gain muscle, which means you need to eat a lot of protein. Protein is going to fuel your muscle. You need carbs to recover, to recover your muscle. You, there is a correct way and you can gain weight without necessarily getting fat. And and let's not forget, if you want to do that, you need to be in a calorie surplus. Correct. And that calorie surplus needs to be, yes, it needs to be filled with protein, but it needs to be filled with nutritious, high density, sorry, low density foods, high amounts of low density foods, high quality foods. So that means like you could be in a calorie surplus and fill it with Pop-Tarts that's not going to do it for you. You are going to gain fat from that. Yep. But that's where I think a lot of, I see a lot of these males and females, let's be honest, going wrong with this. Mm -hmm. It's not actually, and and the reality is like when you eat 3000 calories worth of pop tarts for a day, you step on the scale tomorrow, you're going to weigh more, but you it's, it's the water retention, the sodium, it is your body's response to, whoa, what just happened? It's, you didn't actually gain, you didn't gain, you didn't gain body fat. You didn't gain muscle mass. You just gained weight. Those things are very different concepts that people forget. I, I'm glad that you said that. I mean, prime example, like we went to an apple orchard this weekend, impromptu apple orchard. They had kettle corn. I love kettle corn, ate some of it. The weight went up a little bit the next day. Why? Because it has salt on it. Like all of that sodium, I retained a crap ton of water. <clears throat> the following day, like I upped my water intake the next day, this morning, like back to normal because I fleshed it out. I didn't actually gain a pound and a half. It was just inflammation, right? Mm-hmm. But when you gain weight to gain weight, it is you need to eat. I mean, I know Jordan has said what it's 3000 calories to gain one pound. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. 3,500. So you need to be eating that plus your maintenance level, plus calorie. your maintenance level consistently to be gaining weight. Yeah. I look at it. So, I mean, let's, let's use myself as an example. I'm very vocal and very open about the fact that right now I am I am eight pounds today, heavier than my weight class. That was largely on purpose for a a multitude of reasons. Number one being I dropped down into my weight class the last time 
Uh, weight classes changed again. I was higher that meat because I went through basically three years of just body hell. It was competing in in quite a few meets back to back. I went to I did regionals, nationals was an eight week turnaround from that. Um, then like the world changed. I went through some like major, you know, head trauma issues, um, some like literal like physical injuries. Yeah, like, my my body has put through the ringer. So the reason could I could I maintain 165 pounds? Yes, definitely. I needed to bump calories up, go to that maintenance, maybe a little bit above because what, what, what people don't realize, what I often forget, my body is still healing from these things. Like it's my body went through basically three years of poo poo. And yeah, like I will, I will happily train over my weight class for right now. Is it because I'm eating more carbs and you literally retain more carbs? Hello, <clears throat> keto. When you stop eating carbs, the immediate flush in your weight is because you are not retaining as much water. So thank you. Anyway, I'm eating more carbs than I, than I typically, I mean, I love, I love the carbs. Don't get me wrong, but we're, I'm eating like 200, 225 grams of carbs most days. Like that's a lot. That's a lot of carbs. So a lot of this is water retention. If I were to drop these carbs down to like 150 grams of carbs a day, I would immediately start flushing a lot of this water out. We're trying not to do that. And it's, yes, like, are there some pounds and some days where weight is up more because I just ate junk? Totally. I also went into the summer. I want to enjoy it. Super busy. I'm doing all the coaching. I want to make sure that when I have the opportunity to enjoy myself, I'm going to do that because I'm working hard right now. Yeah. yeah. But so if you are, Jordan, let's say you're a 16-year-old, 100-pound soaking wet high school kid. Boy, let's be honest. Most high school chicks would love to be 100 pounds soaking wet. Seriously, I was going to say, I think I was 100 pounds <laughs> when I was six, but it's fine. Um, what is the best way to go about putting muscle weight on, like bulking up in a healthy way? I mean, it honestly, high schoolers are hard. So I'm going to, I'm going to just assume this is like a special high school kid who doesn't have to go to school. Right. Cause I always take high school lunch into consideration. Right. Or terrible. They do it's online like, schooling after COVID. They opted to stay home. Yep. They do online schooling, budget, parent buying, not, not an option. Right. This really is about getting into a caloric surplus, which means you have to know your maintenance level calories first, finding your maintenance level calories, which Honestly, at 16 years old, not even 16, 16, 26, 36, most adults need help finding their, their maintenance level calories. Work with somebody, find somebody to establish your maintenance level calories and slowly push into a surplus. You don't need to go into this 2000 calorie surplus, slowly build yourself up. It's the same as when we are pulling into a deficit. I don't always immediately love to drop somebody's calories, 500 calories. That's like, you're literally taking away a meal from somebody. They could be very hungry in that. Mm -hmm. I want to do this as slowly as possible. So let's say maintenance level calories is, is 2,500 calories. And we want to go into the surplus. Again, I think I 
I personally look at it like a like a like weight loss, like fat loss. I want to pull 500 calories a week. Now I'm going to or 500 calories a day. Now I want to add 500 calories a day. So that's roughly mm, adding one pound a week. But to start, I'm going to do that a little bit slower. I'm going to maybe add 150 to 200 calories. Then I'm going to add another 150 to 200. Then we're going to get up to that 500 calorie mark. We're going to respond and see how we're doing. I think the other thing too is like, be beware of the content of the food. Protein has to be high. You have to be hitting protein at every meal. I honestly, you, you, I would say you need to be around that one, one gram per pound of lean body weight. That's where I would sit with protein. Carbs also really help in muscle building. So don't, don't shy from the carbs, eat high quality carbs, rices, whole grains, um, beans, lentils. Those are great options in there, but really pick potatoes. Potatoes are great when it comes to, when it comes to weight gain. Um, and then don't forget, don't forget the veggies. Like those are very nutritious foods that are going to help kind of foster this process along. That's going to help develop the lean muscle, keep the fat off and give you the right resources you need to lay down a great foundation for what, what it is that you're building. Yeah. Okay. So let's talk about your side of the Mm -hmm. spectrum. This is somebody who is gaining weight and they think that it's because they're gaining muscle, but no. The reality is, again, I can't say this enough. If you want to lose weight, you need to be in a calorie deficit. And if you are eating 1800 calories religiously, and that's it, like, you're not losing weight, you know, you're working out four times a week, you're five foot eight, 170 pounds, 25 years old. There's no reason 1800 calories shouldn't be fostering that weight loss. So we have, we have a few different factors that work in there, right? You're, you're actually eating more. So tracking is, is inaccurate. We're missing some like bites, nibbles, portion sizes are a little bit larger than what we're actually tracking or metabolism is just kind of in a place where it's, it's slowed down enough that 1800 isn't doing it when it comes to a deficit. I should also say you could not be burning as much as you think you are that that's, that's also in there. Um, but in, in that sense of, you know, let's say you are that 25 year old individual and you're like, you know, oh, I'm just building muscle. I'm, you know, I'm gaining weight because I'm just building muscle. The, the reality is no, you're not. That's, that's not the case. You, you need to be training for that. And, and in our sport, in powerlifting, you are resistance training. You are really pushing yourself in those training programs to build muscle. Yes. Are you like strengthening your, your muscles? Absolutely. But you're not, you're not building new muscle. You're not creating those new foundations because you're not doing the things to support it. You're probably stressed the heck out. You're eating very low calories. You're eating low quality foods that aren't going to help foster that growth of, of muscle. And the reality is most often when that happens, the rate at which we're, we're gaining muscle doesn't match the, the rate in which you are actually gaining the weight. What give us a scenario of how you see this happening, like with what you do in your clients of 
it does not have to be a real person. Make up a scenario of a generic, this is usually what happens. No, I'm going to use the situation of um, how this conversation led a client to quit because she didn't believe us. Oh. So very adamant when she started. I lose X amount of weight. I get to this. And then I, then I, you know, I start gaining weight because I, I built muscle and that's just, this is just who I am. Like this, I can't do this. I'm like, well, here's the reality is like, let's, let's look at this. And, and we're looking at, this is when I worked at a gym where it was very rigid meal plans. Like this is exactly what you need to eat. You don't eat like this. You're not going to lose the first week does awesome loses the, I think probably six, seven pounds in the first week. Awesome. Next week, another great week gets down, loses those 13 pounds. And then it's just, it, we're just stuck. Like there is no movement and right. There's, there's the concept of at this point you're, you're stalled out because your body just dropped a ton of weight. So it's like, Whoa, hold up there. Then week, week four, week five, week six, we start to see weight start to tick back up, which exactly as she predicted. But it's not, you're not building muscle. What honestly is probably happening in that point, your body's now just regulating and stabilizing. I lost 13 pounds in two weeks. Now my body is like, stop, it's hit the brakes. Like, whoa, I think of it like you are you are speeding along the freeway, not really, like you know where you're supposed to be going, but you haven't really looked. And all of a sudden you hit the brakes and you're like, Ooh, like my exit was back there. I now need to like go around, turn around on the other way of the freeway, backtrack and get off in the right exit. You're going to gain some weight back. That's, that's the cold, hard facts of it. She's like, well, like I'm just building muscle in my workouts. I'm like, I'm working really hard. Don't get me wrong. Working so incredibly hard in the gym, hundred percent, but grabbing five pound weights, 10 pound weights, very lightweight, high reps. You're not, you're not testing yourself in terms of hypertrophy in muscle building. You are building your muscular endurance, your ability to last and to endure longer sets. Mm-hmm. Um, so then you start to look at like, you, you start to have more conversations around what she's eating, what she's doing. She's not moving as much during her day. So she's burning fewer calories because she's tired all the time. She is also, you know, adding some, adding some things back in because all oh, this diet is just not, it's just not for me. It's not realistic. And I'm like, now, now I look back, I'm like, well, duh, you're totally right. Like, I can't believe I, you know, can't believe I supported that sometimes for some individuals. Right. Point aside. But, you know, some of the chocolates start to come back in some of the, you know, like we are very, very strict to Ezekiel bread is the bread that you eat. White bread non-whole grain breads start to creep back in. It's like, okay, like you got to accept the fact that no, you're not, you're not building muscle. You, you have laxed in your ability to adhere to your plan. Meaning that's going to, that's going to lead to some increased pounds and you're, you're not doing what is required to gain muscle at this point. So unfortunately, Elaine, no, she wasn't lying. She just wasn't, she just didn't know. And, And for that reason, she didn't like being she didn't like being called out and she didn't like having her mistakes pointed out to her. And that was the reason that led to the, to the quitting. So she was in a little bit of denial. A little bit, a little bit of denial. 
So you would say that she hated hearing the truth more than she wanted to get back on track. 100%. Dun, dun, dun. Dun, dun, dun. She didn't come for week six and we never saw her again. So gaining weight is not always bad is what we're saying. There is a healthy way to do it. There are reasons that people do it. So I, I think we definitely want to talk about this one. I think that people are going to be in a bulking season. Usually winter is like bulking season. Jordan and I are opposite (laughs) because we choose to compete in the winter. Yep. So that's going to be happening. Conversations around. I know I've heard of friends that go through like a bulking season and they have family members that are like, oh, is it so healthy that you, you know, have your weight fluctuate this and that. And so I get it. I don't have that because (laughs) I choose not to bulk like that. Um, But I do know in our sport, I get, you know, do you think that's healthy as a female? You're going to whatever. So I think it's good to talk about people gaining weight in a healthy way. We're not all about just losing all the weight and being super skinny. Be healthy for the goals that you want to have. You, I think, I think the people that do strongman and are weigh a lot, they're moderately healthy people. Like yeah. they work out, they do a lot of workouts. They do track their foods. They do eat a lot. Half, you know, half Thor Bjornsson is like my favorite example. Like correct. The dude, like, the dude is now cut and he's, he's boxing. I mean, the man is thick and like right. now that he's boxing and he's cut down, you're like, dang, you are lean. You got yeah. yeah. But I mean, that is like a prime example. He, was the weight that he was and i didn't think he was like morbidly obese before no. right he was a thick big boy he is a half thor he is a half thor right and if you don't know who we're talking about he is the mountain on game of thrones yeah huge huge man but he did it for Sorry, his- this, is, this is a total side note do you follow him on instagram yeah do you remember when he had his, like, when they had their baby? Yeah. He was holding his baby in this thing, like, normal, like, eight-ish pound baby. Yeah. Like, oh, like, my teeny, like, my water bottle. It was so tiny. You're like, oh, my God, this is just. His, his wife is, like, five feet mm-hmm. tall. She is little. She is 100 pounds soaking wet. Yeah. So then you're like, I, when the baby came out, I was like, thank God it was a normal human baby. Because yes. She had a push out a half door. <laughs> I just laughed because like the picture of him, like holding him is like, baby, are you okay? Yeah. Anyway. So, but not once did I think that he was unhealthy when he was competing in strongman, but you see these people that then retire from that sport or retire from football. powerlifting, football, things like that. They then cut down the weight because it is no longer healthy and needed to be that weight. Yep. I, it's, I, it's a hard concept for some people to wrap their head around being able to be a certain weight and be healthy. There are always seasons of diets and you, yeah. I think of physique competitors as they are an excellent example when they are stage ready. That is the only day that they look that way. Yeah. They don't look that way at any point during the rest of the year. They get off the stage and eat a donut. Yep. Like you see them eating donuts and pizza because now they're done. Yep. It is 
not something that's realistic um, for their for their for their life. They kind of go through this reverse diet, this recomp phase. They enjoy an off season. They train hard to build muscle underneath that, so that when they do cut down, they are they are leaner. They're better than what their last package produced. Right. That's they're the extreme example, but they are the example of what we should be doing as adults as well. You should be going through this phase of, you know, like like you said, we're backwards. Most people want hot girl summer. We want <clears throat> we want thick girl, thick girl summer. <laughs> I was gonna say thick girl summer, hot girl winter. Um, but right. Like we, we like to compete at the state meet in, in the winter. So we, we prepare for that. We have our off season where we will carry a little extra weight, be a little bit lax on our nutrition plan. And then we dial things back in. And that is, that is ultimately what this lifestyle is, is about. Thanks for tuning in to this episode of the Beauty, Brains, and Barbells podcast. If you liked what you heard today, go ahead and give us a like, a share on Instagram. Let us know what more you want to hear from us so that we can truly make this the podcast that females go to to improve their resistance training experience.